0: It's Tuesday, May 17th, 2022, and this is Talk Commerce. Merchants want seamless user experience without sacrificing thorough identification and monitoring and they want the power of fraud protection with the intelligence of AI and biometrics integration. Jaime and Brent talk about how merchants can use digital identity verification to ensure that their clients are who they say they are. Jaime walks us through some of the different aspects of fraud protection. Jaime Ramirez is the founder and CEO of Preventer, a regtech enterprise. Prevention is the next generation in integrated financial crime risk management. The Talk Commerce Podcast is sponsored by SwiftDotter. E-commerce developers solve problems daily. In fact, some of those seem like mountainous hurdles that must be climbed in a matter of hours. Stress levels can go through the roof. No wonder the plague of burnout affects developers, too. Ah, but there's a vaccine for that. Investing time in your career will take you farther than you ever imagined. Meet SwiftDotter. Swift Otter exists to help you become the e-commerce hero that is indispensable and irreplaceable at your company. We do this through Magento Certification study materials and Joseph Maxwell's most recent book, The Art of E-Commerce Debugging. Go to swiftotter.com to learn more about how you can quickly climb the ranks in your quest to be a better developer. While you're there, use the coupon code TalkCommerce for 15% off any digital goods at SwiftDotter.com. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, TalkCommerce. All right, welcome to this episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Jaime Ramirez. He is the founder and CEO of Preventer. Uh, digital identities is what we're going to talk about today. Jaime, mean, why don't you go ahead and yourself tell us uh, what your day to day role is and maybe one of your passions in life? Hi, Brent. Uh,
1: thank you for, for having me here. Uh, yes, I'm the founder and CEO of Preventor. Uh, Preventor is a um, um, financial crime risk management and, and digital identity management platform. Uh, Preventor has been found uh, in two thousand seventeen. So we are a young company, about four years. Uh, I've been working in the technology, of the banking industry for the last thirty plus years. So I'm very familiar with the, with all the, the day-to-day operations on the banking and the technology, for prevention and digital identity.
0: Great, thank you for yeah. that. So, from a if I'm a merchant, what what do I have to worry about for digital identities, and how how does a digital identity verification help me?
1: Well, if you're a merchant, I mean you you need to you need to make sure that uh, you are doing business with a uh, with a person that uh, they say they are. right? So, in that case, um, the, the best the best scenario is to protect uh, your business by. Uh, doing authentication of the the digital authentication of the person that you're dealing with especially if you're doing the remotely the if you're doing the um, over the internet the some businesses um, you need to make sure that the person is correct by authenticating the the digital identity by using the government issue id selfie make sure that the person is alive etc
0: and and what you're doing is more than just the face ID that Apple is doing. You have a, a programmer. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing to ensure digital. Yeah, ID.
1: basically the, the face ID that comes in the smartphones um, lately is, is to verify that uh, is to verify a face. Basically, you record a face, but uh, it doesn't it doesn't do anything biometric. It doesn't recognize that um, that are your that you as a as a document holder is the same as the as the as the document owner, right? The you that doesn't verify that you are who you say you are. It's just your face. So as your face, you could be any person. Uh, what we do is more than that. Is uh, we go in, in depth of um, the of the authentication of the document. We our coverage is very global. We receive. Um, any type of documents in any series we also verify that the person is alive so That there is not uh, a Photoshop which you can you can you can uh, fake uh, the, the regular face ID on the iPhone or the galaxies so um, yeah so we do more than
0: that how do you um... So maybe tell us about who is your target audience? Is it is it uh, banks, merchants, or is it the consumer? What what do you what do you?
1: Yeah, at Pre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. At Preventor, we have a different products. No, the one is the digital identity verification or biometrics framework, where it, it was uh, initially focused on the financial industry, which is our main target market. But this. Um, this product is also being uh, implemented in other industries, are, such as uh, car rentals, insurance, um, any internet sharing, that um, companies that are sharing anything uh, or rental everything. Um, so basically, the digital identity can be can be implemented on any any type of industries, health industries. You know, doctors, nurses that need to log in into their um share the desktop at the at the hospital though
0: no? and where where do you see the best value or, or the most important part for for this type of service i mean i mean i, I would think that overall uh, this should be used by all anybody that's interfacing with a person over the internet but where where, where do you think is the most important thing right
1: yeah like i mentioned it's to make sure that a uh you're doing the, any transaction that you're doing with, with the person that they say they're doing, this this is one. And then after um, we are used to receive uh, one time password over the, the telephone or the email to authorize any transactions to make sure that you log in on any application that you want to do this or that. So all of those uh, transactions can be replaced by by face recognition, for example, or can, but any type of uh, authentication it could be face recognition or voice recognition. yeah. So I, I think that um, the 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 main trend here is to um, to automate the the, the process and uh, reduce fraud, minimize uh, uh, losses, and increase uh, efficiency. You no. Know? Um, and, and, and not only that is that also, you know, if you if you have your 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 onboarding and your authentication process, uh, secure, then um, you can expand your business to other territories.
0: Yeah, that's that's a I mean that's a really good point. It's just that when you know the person is who you know when you bring them on, that is probably the. Mm-hmm. Most. I know we have a lot of clients in Mexico, and and maybe six seven years ago i started doing business in mexico the problem Mm -hmm. was that you didn't know who you're shipping to and they actually had a whole whole team of people that physically call place the order online just to make sure that they existed and the address was there and you know even six years ago mexico was a completely different but knowing that person if if you don't have to go through all those extra steps of having to physically call somebody if you have a plot up uh, process in place to onboard them uh, i can see how that would be not only beneficial to you to the business to ensure that it's a real person but also in the terms of cost savings and all those other things um how, how do how do you recommend bringing somebody on board for for something like that
1: yeah that's a, that's that's a very good point because uh, we were talking about digital identity verification but uh, you know now that uh, uh, everything is going to be digitalized, that you are digitalizing everything, you, you can go more than that. No, you can not only identify the person, but also you can authenticate or you can verify, uh, like a proof of address, for example, or proof of age. You can ask your customer to upload any document that is part of require that is part of the of your business requirements to upload that document. We can authenticate that. We can also integrate digital signatures in the process to make sure that if there is any legal or any financial document that you need to, that you need your customer to sign, they can do that remotely and with all the verification in place. You know? So the idea is at the end of the day that, um, that uh, you can complete uh, the entire cycle of your business and remotely, uh, but at the same time secure.
0: I know in the beginning you mentioned about lifeness detection mm. just to make sure that somebody isn't taking the identity of a dead person. Is that,
1: that that's one reason?
0: Another reason is that I, um,
1: you're trying to fake uh, You know, you're trying to match a document that is not belongs to you. You know, you, you put like a mask on top. You can put a, any paper, you can put any photo in front of your face. Mimic that uh, you are the person of the document, so they immediately the license detection detects that. Uh, the, uh, first of all, you don't have anything, you know, between the camera and, and the face, and second, to make sure that, uh, that it's a real person, it's not something static.
0: Okay, so I, I I hadn't thought that far through that you could actually have a photo in front of the screen that you you take a picture and that. The screen would see that as a live person. So you're, I see what you're saying, that you need to make sure that that is a real person who's being, the picture's being taken care, or taken of, right?
1: Yeah, the technology is, is is getting better and better every day. So right now it's like, uh, since you, since the, the you know everything is going to be digitalized and everything is going to be through the internet. You have to make sure a lot of process, no? Because normally you go into the store, you go into the branch. At least they know that you are a real person, and then they they see a document or they see any proof of uh, identification that you show to the person, and they are looking at you and they, they see that they're talking to to a real human. So. This is, this is the part that uh, you know technology is, is getting better into identify if he, if it's if it's a real person or not.
0: And are you are you dependent on the device that they're using then? around knowing which device For the
1: liveness detection not really. We can do that over the on, on the native the application of the smartphones, we can do over the the browser. Using the camera of uh, any desktop camera or any camera device. Um, No, we don't. You know, as long as it has uh, a minimum quality. No, I would say.
0: Um. So, so I I think we talked. Then this is more like synthetic identity fraud. Is that that something different? Yeah.
1: Exactly like that. Yes.
0: And. uh, how do you go about then reducing or, or preventing a false positive? And so, you know, let's just say that you know that somebody isn't is stone. They call them stone faced or something. How do you how do you prevent the system from saying, "Oh, this is not a real person" when in fact it is a real person?
1: Yeah, well, uh, the, the the verification and control they have an we have an scoring on the back on the back office, no, on the back end. So um, basically, you you configure those scores, there is a best practices like a 0.9 or but uh, if you can, it depends on the uh, uh, risk appetite of each uh, company. You can go below the number, you can go above the number, you can be to the 1.0, so it has to be very exact uh, match, which could result in false negative, not false positive, false negative. You know, you are Decline someone that uh, is a real person, mm-hmm. because even though uh, you are relying on technology, remember, no. So you need to you need to leave a, a space for for any not accurate. I mean, very accurate, but not a hundred percent.
0: And I think, are we talking about something similar to Clear, like the the airport service that you go in and they they scan your eyeballs or or. Um... Do a fingerprint, and that that identifies you as that person, and you can sort of get a move ahead in the T, the um, TSA line. Is that is that? Well, the this is this is exactly the, the same concept, right? But in the
1: software, they do in hardware. So they have a hardware, a machine that are, they scan the document, and they uh, or you can take a picture on 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 their scan scanner. Right. So here we are relying on the on the on, on a smartphone or a device that belongs to the end user, which you know there is a variety of devices. It's not only one that you can calibrate that the device. So um, but it's the same concept. It, it, maybe, maybe it's not it's not as accurate as the hardware, but it's the same concept. But the technology is going, you know, is, is, is going better every day, like I said, and then the the the, the gap is minimal now.
0: Okay. And so yeah. this would help, uh, you know, in terms of a merchant, somebody that's running a, an online store, and you know, for example, I gave that company in, in Mexico that, that physically calls every new client, this would enable this would enable a merchant to be able to know that the person doing the order is a real person? Yes. As far as to make sure that the person is the person that resides at the place that the address is going to? How, yeah, how... like I said, I mean, we,
1: we can extract the information from the from the identity document. If it's a national ID or driver license, we can get that, that the address that, the address that is in the document, right? So that's uh, another process that we do for some clients. is like a proof of address, to asking the customer to upload the um, any particular document like a utility bill, like a bank statement, then to prove that uh, you know the the person is residing in that address. So that that is called proof of address. Um, but you can. You can ask for any other kind of uh, verification. Like we can verify social security in the United States. We can verify the VAT in in Europe. We can also um, interact with some um, civil registries agencies in some countries in Latin America to verify that the content of the document is is re- is the same as the, as the one that is on the registry.
0: Okay, so that would help to understand if their person is. Yeah, good. of course. it,
1: it will depends on how much do you want to you know how much do you want to to authenticate and verify you know you can go beyond you know like a multiple steps.
0: Interesting. okay. so the mm-hmm. um, from a, a compliance standpoint, then I, I know that you had mentioned something about being client centered. How How is, so is the client centered in terms of the users or client centered in terms of your clients?
1: In terms of the user,
0: okay. yes. Yes, in terms uh, of it, the user. You're looking for a positive experience on the user side, right?
1: Yeah, of course, you know, because at the end of the day,
0: uh, our clients
1: re- uh, relies on their clients, So the the user experience has to be you know, very good in order to minimize the abandoned uh, clients. No? Uh,
0: and maybe you could walk us through uh, a little bit of what AML screening means.
1: The AML screening is to to screen or to filter people and entities against the, the global sanctions list, the OFAC, which is uh, the initials are Office, Office of Foreign Assets uh, Control um which which are people that are um, um, listed as a, as a criminal for narcotraffic uh, terrorists uh, corruptions uh, tax aviation etc uh, we also screen people against the um, politically exposed uh, people which is required for financial institutions to make sure that you identify who's political who is a, a political person or not um, and also other other kind of um, adverse media or negative news leases. The idea is to once you do the onboarding of a customer to to filter against those uh, watch lists and if there is any high risk uh, sanctions list that you don't want the person to be in your your company, you can you know alert the end user or block the transaction, however you decide.
0: And I'm assuming then as a, um, there's different levels, like every client doesn't, like if you're, if you're selling t-shirts, you don't need to know if somebody's necessarily on a, is a banned politician from another country, right? There's different levels. Actually, I don't know if you're a, if you're a dictator and you flee the country and can you still buy shirts online? can you
1: (laughs) yeah of course of course i mean this is like a configurable uh, risk level uh, rules right so um, it depends on the industry that you are it depends on the on your um, compliance requirements so like you like you say if you're a retailer store i mean you don't care who as long as as long as, as, long as uh, there is a, 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 not a, um, a person that that I says that you don't have to do business with, no? but if it's a pol- it's a political person, that's okay. But uh, for for any financial institution, it's not all it's, it's not also that you you don't you cannot do business with them. It's that you just need to identify them? Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. just need to know how many customers are political in your database. That's it
0: right okay <laughs> which most merchants shouldn't care about i should say right <laughs> no exactly
1: yeah and the reason of that is is because you have the re- a reputation at risk yeah right not because they're gonna do anything bad on you but uh you know you have the risk so you have to make sure that uh, who you are who who do you have a customer in your
0: database I think your bias is something about self-sovereign identity management. What is self what does it mean to have self-sovereign identity management?
1: Yeah, this is something that we we are not doing yet. This is uh, this is in the roadmap. The self service uh, uh, self-sovereign identity means that um, there is a central uh, a central point where you store the identity of a person. So in other words, uh, you you're going to have one identity. And with that identity, you can do anything globally. So you don't, you don't need an identity for United States, for another country, for another country. It's just one identity. Uh, in the way that it, it works is that um, um, this is very secure, and then it has to be on the, on the blockchain, like um, uh, um, a, a, a way to secure your, your ID, your key. So nobody can steal it and then there is a trace to of you know what usage that you in in what part are you using it et cetera
0: okay so um i guess from a from a if we if we go from a a developed world standpoint and we look I, I, you know, personally, I, I think there's more of a need, say, in Latin America, and we we do a lot of business in Bolivia. So, mm-hmm. Bolivia's a great example of a country that that needs more of this type of well, let's just say all of Latin America. But, you know, there's certain countries that are emerging and certain countries that are that have emerged. And there's, uh, how are you working with with those other countries to help in this? And I, I think this is from a, again from a merchant e-commerce standpoint. This is something that helps that country get over that next level, uh, to ensure that that's that the person ordering is not is the person they are.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we have some businesses with um, Latin American countries.
0: Um,
1: actually, we're doing some in, in Bolivia, and um, and yes, uh, this is um, this they they. Even though they they have um, they have few controls on 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 how to identify the person because most of the financial institutions they verify against the civil registry to make sure that they're doing business with the with the person that they say they are. This is a manual process, right? right. So um, this is something that uh, the normally they doing uh, at the branches at the stores. Not at the start. Most, most in the banking industry, insurance. This is what they verify in the person. So what we're doing with them is that um, we're automating the remote onboarding, the remote authentication, plus that we are verifying against um, the civil registry or the the yes, the civil registry agencies.
0: Okay, so this would help um, a, mer- a a new merchant to be able to, uh, well, let me ask you this question then, would it help a merchant to sell online if if they were able, if they were doing this type of service?
1: Yeah, I mean, for a merchant to sell online, I will say that I will protect themselves for a cash, um, for, for anything, fraud uh, prevention, no? it's more like a fraud prevention. It's like uh, you know because they're using the credit card, and then it could be like um, um, returns or 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 for for people that are, they say that they're using their car without their authorization. So it's just to make sure that uh, that they're using the the, the right information.
0: Okay, and, and I guess right now your main your main customer base is that
1: financial institutions, banks, fintechs, um crypto companies, crypto exchange companies. Um, yep.
0: Okay, yeah. So that I, I think um uh I I just enabled my um Venmo account to do to, to use um cryptocurrency and they asked me for a whole bunch of documents. Mm-hmm. So that's similar to what you're doing, right? Or I have to upload exactly right, yes.
1: Yes, they, they need to, they need to identify yourself before they do any any crypto, even though there are some exchanges that are, that are not uh, too, um, that they ask you many questions on that. But, uh, you know, it depends on the volume, too, that you're moving. But at one point, they, they will ask you for all the information.
0: Right. OK. Um, so I guess what, if somebody were to want to get started with this, how, what is the best way to get started? In, in, in let's just say, I want to up my game and making sure I know who my clients are. How do you, how would you get started and what would they need to do?
1: Well, we have a we have a a, a a basic program in in Preventor. You know, it's a basic package for startups. You know, it's called Essential, which is um, it's very affordable. It's uh, for a for a low volume. Uh, the integration can be done in few days or or um, less than two weeks, um, and you have the basic to start identifying the person that are the, that you are working with, and and you have a platform also on the back office to to verify the the status of all the verification dashboards, etc.
0: Okay, yeah, um, good. So. Uh, what what is your what is your uh, what is your future outlook look like for for prevention? How do you see it growing?
1: Well, for two thousand and twenty-two, we would like to 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 complete some of the processes to automate more information. Uh, like for example, we want to um, we want to do the automation of the know your business to verify the the, the merchant information. So when you when you onboard merchants in that in this case, or when you onboard any small business, uh, you need to verify the same as you're verifying the individuals. You would like to identify the companies. So that's one of the um, major release that we're planning to to do in quarter two, 2022.
0: Okay, and and do you see it going to an enterprise level as well? So you're you're. Uh, you're able to automate a lot of these processes for uh, larger volumes or
1: yeah because the same as uh, the same as um, as we're uh, as we're doing now that we're trying to onboard people um, to verify the the identities is the the other, the other part that you you still need to do the manual process or going to the offices to present your financial document is to open an account as a business. So that is the part that we we would like to automate. So you're gonna be able to to open your business account, to start doing business transactions without without the need to go into the to the local branch.
0: And do you think? So do you have to work, I mean, again, just looking at other countries, because we, 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 um, we organized a business in Mexico, and it was very difficult, especially being, Mm -hmm. Um, and even, I guess, even opening a bank account in Mexico as an American is not that easy. Uh, Well, I mean, it's not as easy as here, obviously, but Mm -hmm. do you work with, I guess, in that case, it's the bank, um, but it would be the government as well. Do you, do you envision working with governments or is it mainly just private institutions on this?
1: Well, we, we already have the contact with, the, uh, with more than 180 registers around the world. So registers in all the states in the United States, um, a, a lot of registers in Europe and some countries in Latin America to verify the corporate information who are the shareholders multiple beneficial ownerships so that's the idea uh, we we also have a contact with mexico registers
0: great perfect um yeah. all right so we we're, we're we're wrapping up our time here um mm-hmm. if if you had uh, had a good piece of advice to give somebody for 2022 in terms of uh, of identity protection what would you tell them
1: well, to to protect your, your business and then to start doing the the digital identity verification and then that will help you not only to, to minimize losses but also to expand your business and you can go beyond your your jurisdictions and you can go out to any any part of the club actually. You know and, and if you can verify the identity of any person from any country like we support more than nine thousand eight hundred different documents, two hundred and forty-eight countries in one hundred and thirty languages. I mean, you can you can onboard people from anywhere.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and the the last thing I give you an opportunity to do is to give a shameless plug about anything you'd like. What would you like to promote or plug today?
1: Well, I would like to you know I would like to promote. <laughs> um, Preventor, you know, is is, is is our business, but also, you know, that um, um, to help, uh, you know, like, uh, we're working with, uh, with a nice uh, company that uh, what they do is that they they work with charities. Right. So I, I think that this is very, very good. Because it's not only that they're doing a good job in business, but, uh, you know, part of the part of the profit is what they they
0: they they give it to to charities. Excellent. Uh yeah. Jaime, Jaime, Jaime Ramirez and CEO of Preventer. Thank you so much for being here today. And I hope Thank you, you a- Brand. Yeah, Okay. enjoy your trip to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you. Mucho gusto. Okay. Igualmente. Well bye bye. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been a pleasure to be your host today. Please sign up for our newsletter platforms at talk-commerce.com. Rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce wherever you download your podcasts. New shows out every week.